0: Welcome to Winter's Edge. The Western mind, we are addicted to spring and summer, all things sun. Adi Shanti teaches the roots of wisdom and insight are forged in the withering and return of winter. So before we jump into spring, I have some insight, I have some ideas for practice. Welcome to Viral Mindfulness the podcast. I'm your host Alexander. This is a seasonal limited series called Winter's Edge. Stay connected with me over at my website at viralmindfulness.com. Soul siblings, welcome. I'm so excited about Winter's Edge. You know I was thinking since I'm in Wise Circle teaching fantastic humans I thought maybe some of this could trickle down to the podcast so that you can benefit from some of the powerful conversations that we're having in my recent Midwinter's Wise Circle. Don't you worry, there will be plenty of circles coming your way over the next decade. This is an offering that I'll be growing with in my 50s and at some future season, day of the week, time, we shall be in Wise Circle together. So I wanted to start here at Winter's Edge to remind you of the strength and the power of the spiritual solution. I recently heard John O'Donohue say that no, 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 our soul does not live in our bodies, rather our bodies live inside the soul. It really opened things up for me because I feel like there's so much happening around my body let's say, 18 inches all around me. <laughs> and of course, right below me, I'm usually on the earth doing something. Sometimes I'm posing, sometimes I'm sitting, and often I'm crying. Do you also cry and break down in the bathroom? It's such a great place. So I wanted to quickly remind you the things of spirit, the things of soul, spirituality, Stillness, silence, solitude, soul, siblings. There's a reason why I call you my soul siblings. There's juice there. And I want to share a couple phrases from John O'Donohue. And that's it for this first installment of Winter's Edge. So these are my notes using a lot of words from John O'Donohue. And this comes from an audio recording. It's about five minutes. So I've titled this Alexander Blue Feathers Notes. And so know that this is coming right from John O'Donohue. And I think this audio recording, I'm pretty certain it's coming from Anamkara, a book of his. I'm not quite sure how the audio translates into what's written in the book. So He says, be open and welcoming and inclusive to unexpected directions and shapes in your life. I loved that, and I made it into a statement and a phrase, uh, a mantra for today. May I be open, may I welcome and be inclusive to unexpected directions and shapes in my life. Oh, it's so good. Also, John O'Donohue talks about Ireland, where he's from, and how the landscape there, specifically in County Clare, has immense curvature, curvature, such a great word. So then it got me thinking, and I thought, well, why don't we ditch straight or linear, hashtag boring? <laughs> like, why do I need that, right? And then I thought, well, what if I welcome once I get to spring, but before then, this is contemplation. Before then, I'm still here in winter for a couple more weeks on Winter's Edge with you. I hope this spring I can welcome new vistas of shape, color, and possibility. I welcome new vistas and shapes and colors of possibility. John O'Donohue says that circles, spirals, And there are circles and spirals and great kinds of inner differentiation. So this inner world, often the inner landscape, on my website you'll find the landing page talking about discovering this inner rhythm. This has been such a foundation to integrating so many ideas, paths, religions, books and studies into my own world of how I express and practice my spirituality. The rest of the episodes of Winter's Edge, I'm gonna talk about some of the foundations of my practice. If I don't let those ideas drop into my body and in my heart and into movement and to practice, it is like stagnant and stale for me. So back to John O'Donohue, he says each of our lives has a circular nature. That's why I'm really diving into the seasons, That's why I've ditched New Year's and I'm celebrating New Year's. Oh my gosh, my New Year's is coming up on March 20th, the first day of spring. John O'Donoghue says, The circle never offers itself completely to the eye. The world of the soul is a secret and sacred world. So here we are now turning into the soul and the spirit conversation where I started this episode. I love this idea that the soul, this world of the soul is sacred, it's secret. He also says you can't shine in on the world of the soul with a light that is aggressive or too bright. And of course that gets me to thinking about all the bright light and the aggressive light of modern life. And of course he says that modern life is fascinating and I'm like it's fucking, emphasis added by me, fucking fascinating a lot of us humans are awakening and there's something marvelous coming ashore, he says. John O'Donohue says, modern life is filled with humans and their spiritual hunger. See, so if I have a spiritual hunger, then the only way for me to make sense of this normal hunger where I'm seeking out is for me to practice to spend time today in... Motion or movement doing stuff that activates or explores, uh, dances with my spirituality. He also says the intensity and hunger with which people, humans, chase or try to hunt down the spiritual. This means that they, the humans, you, maybe me, have actually never arrived there. So arrive here with me in this moment. I just have a couple other phrases to share with you. May you begin to feel this invitation in. I really am excited about Winter's Edge. So Donahue says the soul was never meant to be seen completely with brightness or with too much clarity. He also says the soul is always more at home in a light which has A hospitality to a shadow and then I added for emphasis think of candlelight so I have these two candlesticks that I use I found these awesome pewter very solid candlesticks at a thrift store in New York a couple decades ago and I will use them with uh dripless taper candles and they will burn maybe seven to nine hours and since they don't drip and there's no risk of fire i will let them sit on my dresser in my bedroom and often fall asleep to candlelight part of what john O'Donohue says about candlelight is that it makes wonderful openings circular openings in the darkness so do you have a candlelight tradition What if you were to carefully, always mind an active flame, uh, have introduced a candlelight tradition for the next couple weeks to plant some of what you might hear in here at Winter's Edge for this sort of launching into spring? And of course, you know, before electric light, we used a lot of candlelight. And he also says that candlelight befriends darkness. So then that's my question for you. How willing are you to befriend the dark? You know, right now, befriend the dark the last few weeks of winter. Touch it, feel it. And I have some ideas about practicing while you're there before you jump into spring. He says, John O'Donohue, modern life has a neon kind of consciousness. Much of the spiritual world is now completely pervaded with the language of psychology. Too often, the language of psychology has a neon kind of clarity to it. The neon clarity is not able to retrieve or open up the depth and density of the world of the soul. Here, is my prayer for us. These words from John O'Donohue. May you, soul sibling of mine, rather than find your soul or really try to care for your soul, may your soul find you. The soul has a wisdom, your soul, and a special light in which can completely guard, mind, and protect you. And finally, when your soul awakens, your destiny comes to meet you in a new and adventurous kind of way. I'm grateful to have you as always here. Your attention and kindness matters. I'll see you next time.